Howdy. This is a uh, fuck. Welcome to the fail. Uh, no, no, I got this. I got this. All right. Welcome to the art of the fail. This is a podcast hosted by Christian Borgazan, co-founder of Bruja, and myself, Chris Buttonham, co-founder of Obi.ai. We chat with startups and entrepreneurs about their failures in hopes to uncover incredible lessons and unmask the stigma around failing today. <laughs> Nobody likes this shit. Okay. Just All right. The show. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Art of the Fail with myself and Chris Buttonham. Today we have an awesome guest and also someone who happens to be just an all-around great guy and, and a pretty good <laughs> drinking companion as well, um, Amir Kendik. So Amir, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me, guys. Been thanks looking for forward to us, Amir. Great well, to meet you, by the way. It's the first time we met. <laughs> yeah, lots of emails bouncing yeah, around. And yeah. by the way, awesome intro. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which part? All of it. All, all of the above, man. Awesome. I try. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't... Uh, I, I was worried I was going to fuck that up, the, the <laughs> intro. I'm so used to Chris taking the lead yeah. on, on the intros. Yeah. And when no, I get to it, it, it's funny. I actually, yeah. I have to, yeah. you know, for everyone listening right now, I literally have it written out in front of me. Um, so I'll, I'll give that bit away. You nailed it. Yeah. If you've inflated, well, it's on paper. inflated my ego, so yeah. it works. <laughs> it, it's on paper. So if I fuck that up, then I just shit. I like, it's not, it's not meant to be me in this podcast yeah. thing. Get back to hooked on phonics if you can't read your own notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. So we'll, uh, what we typically do is, is just hop into the failures or the fuck ups of recent days with Chris and myself. So, and feel free to jump in and chime in. And, oh yeah. And I've got a feedback. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So we'll, uh, I guess we'll hop right into that. All right. You want me to start? It's up to you. Okay, so I got I got one that uh, happened yesterday. So uh, we did this big pitch in Toronto, um, where uh, a bunch of top Canadian tech talent was pitching to like, the top VCs in Canada, and uh, and I was like thirty eighth out of forty one. It was a long day, really long day. And um, thirty eighth out of forty one. So yeah. you literally you had to stick around just waiting all day. Yeah, it was just you know it's because you, you sit around and then you. Not to say that you wouldn't you wouldn't have been there anyways, but right. It's, yeah, it's totally different when you're waiting for one specific thing to get right. to get done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and anyway, um, so I did the pitch. I think it went well, despite being a little bit tired and like. Obviously, the whole room mm. glazing over at yeah. that point, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh, but it went well. Um, but the one thing I did fuck up, um, which I was kind of cognizant about, I'm not going to make an excuse, but I was cognizant of, I didn't have a clear ask at the end of my pitch. Mm. And again, the, the reason, not excuse, the reason is because when I've done this before, I haven't been allowed. Uh, like for FCC right. compliances and stuff, or SEC. See, I don't know, whatever compliance is, but you can't ask technically if it's like broadcasted for money specifically okay. when it comes to private investment. Hmm. Um, so that, that's why I didn't have a clear ask. It was just like, hey, right. if you want to learn more, come talk to me after. Right. Um, but again, I should have looked into this, the specifics of this pitch ahead of time yeah. because mm. everyone else was, well, uh, Mike from The Forge told me how, it was split. Half people had a clear like financial ask, and half people didn't. Right. So um, a minor fuck up, but something to 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 learn from, I think for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about: day to day learning lessons, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now, do you think that put you in somewhat like of a bad position? Would you say? I, I no. It doesn't sound like it. No. What it does is it do, it doesn't weed out any of the people that aren't interested in that specific right. ad right. ask or right. compel anyone that is interested yeah. in that specific ask. Great, so, great point. 
Yeah. yeah. Very good. Well, point. you didn't walk away with anything from that. Yeah. But you did walk away with another lesson, which is right. yeah. yeah. Plan ahead a little. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I think <laughs> just something that we can all relate yeah. to, right? <laughs> Every day, if you're not failing, you're not trying, right? So, exactly. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. That should yeah. be the tagline. Of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we have a million taglines now. At yeah. This point. It's so I, relatable. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I mean, we were talking about it earlier. Mine's proofreading emails. That's always a big one. I do them late at night. So when I'm looking at you know 15, 20. Sometimes I can get a little lazy and yeah. just start firing away, and uh, then you, you'll get a snarky remark from somebody in the morning, highlighting something that I spelt. Like for example, flu. I think I responded to you. I put F L E W. Yeah. And then you know my partner replied later. Uh, where, where, where are you flying? Did you to? say that to me? Is yeah. It? it was it was it was yeah. the flu, and then I looked. I go F L E W. See, I, I didn't even I didn't even, me. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Talk about a moment of brain yeah. dead, you know. Uh, so things like that happen to me day to day. I mean, you're moving so fast. Yeah. Things are coming at you at a great rate of speed, and you're just trying to hum through them. And of course, that's what ends up happening, right? So yeah. Um, if I were to sit and just take a breath. And then get to it, then you know I'd catch things like that. But yeah, yeah, maybe but sometimes the email just isn't that important, and I just sure. I buzz through them. In in your defense, I mean, because I do the same thing. We were yeah. just chatting about that when when you're checking emails at ten or eleven o'clock yeah. at, oh, yeah. at night. You just yeah. you want to get through those as as quick as possible. Oh yeah, especially if you have a good fifty or so to go through. Yep. Yeah, especially it, it, after you know I've been dealing with a you know baby that's been fussing right, and you got a baby at home too. Yeah, so. so it's like okay, all right, I, I've had enough here. My head's pounding. I want to hit the pillow. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot to take on. Yeah. Not to beat be, to beat a dead horse, but um, it, it also depends on what you value, right? I know oh, yeah. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. um, who would claim I don't think I'm one of them, um, but they think spelling errors are unacceptable yes like right. and, and, and it's just a matter of priorities right oh um, absolutely it's like if you prioritize the speed over yep. over the that's you know. that's actually a really interesting and, and good point because recently I, I came across something on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and everyone was just pointing out the fact that this person made a spelling error in this post that they made but what took away from that was the actual overall message that, right. the, that the person was trying to deliver. So yeah. instead of honing in on the message and, and people being yeah. like, yeah, that's good. Or right. yeah, no, that, like I, right. I don't agree with you. Yeah. Everyone, probably like 50 comments or so, maybe less, maybe more, were just focused on one tiny spelling mistake. That's right. More about context yeah. in that situation, right? Yep. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, for me, it, it also comes down to knowing my audience too, who I'm sending the yeah. email to. So like you said, it's, you know, you'll focus more attention on what's kind of more important. So if I'm sending an email out to my investors, that thing's yeah. read about three, four, five times yeah. before that before. email goes out. Right? Of course. So, and for that exact reason, I don't want the message being lost because it was jargon. It didn't make sense. Grammar wasn't there spelling. So that's read over three, four, five times. I'm sending an right. email to my brother. Right. Uh, there you go. I'm not even looking at the screen. Type, send. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. all context. Yeah. Get through right. that Rubik's Cube, my friend. Good yes. luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I mean, personally, I make mistakes every day. I'm a married guy. So any married guy out there, I'll know. <laughs> you know, I was uh, out with a client. And we were just around the corner from my place, so I figured, ah, you know, we'll have a pint or two, and then I'll make my way home. So I dropped the car off, crossed the street, and that was the night I was supposed to help my wife bottle feed. How many pints? Uh 
Well, yeah, I get home, I'm kind of <laughs> stumbling a little through the so door. The, so and, the intro. Oh, she wasn't impressed. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so the intro that I made at the very beginning was actually very accurate. It is very true. <laughs> yes, it is very true. Yes, and uh, yeah, she wasn't too impressed. And my comment when I looked at her, like, you know who you married. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's just one of those things again that we just talked about: yeah. is being very content with yourself. Yeah. You can't fault right? me for being me. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but she's a good sport. So. So I'll, I'll just. Oh yeah, I got. A little minor fail, I would say. So I was pumping out on social media an earlier um, episode of this podcast, believe it or not. And what I did, whether you know by accident or not, is I actually ended up putting the wrong URL in every single social post that I went out. So the website for this is the AOTF. Dot com, mm-hmm. um, and what I was doing is in every single post I was just putting AOTF. That'd be a nice domain name, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would be yeah. a very nice. <laughs> it would be a very nice domain name. Um, and it's just it's funny because it's one of those things where, you know, I'm I'm a social media guy. I'm on yeah. social very 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 often. Mm-hmm. Chris knows that, and so it's for me it's it's just like a rinse and repeat operation yep. so I'm just I'm, I'm used to it right. Sometimes and just mechanical. It's one of those things where I, I didn't think anything of it, and then yep. boom. Yep. I actually had someone from the Forge <laughs> message me, hey, <laughs> hey, did you know that you actually used the wrong <laughs> URL? Like, imagine that you're fucking up your own yeah. website. Yeah. <laughs> Which so that's I think is the, the reason yeah. why our viewership has gone down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you get into routines with things like that, it becomes mechanical. So again, exactly, it really is. It's, I, I compare it to, you ever been in that situation where you've just been driving? And you get home or you get to wherever location, but you don't recall how you got there. All the time. You were doing everything you needed to do to get there, but just no memory of how you did it. Yeah, there's a word for that. Yeah, I can't recall. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. And then I I think back and I'm like, holy shit, I just blanked out that entire car drive. Like, I could have... If turn on the gun to an accident, like, what, what happened <laughs> yeah, over that ride? Yeah. But yeah, social media gets that way for me. It's, for sure, it does. It, it just becomes mechanical some days where you're just uninspired. And yeah. Another it becomes a big blur to me, too. Like, I scroll yeah. through news feeds, like, okay, this is very mundane. Yep. Crap. Yeah. Yep. Right. More pictures of people taking pictures of their biceps and triceps <laughs> and their abs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah. the narcissism is oh, yeah. just <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's it for our little failures of, of recent days. Why don't um, you tell us a little bit more about yourself, a little bit sure. about what you're working on, and then we can hopefully dig into some... Um, some fuck ups or some some. Yeah. He's he's some got stories. a good one. Yeah, um, I got plenty, buddy. <laughs> I got plenty. But uh, okay, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Kusha, and Kusha stands for Coordinate and Share, uh, which was you know a, a shared calendar created out of the frustration of what already exists out there. Uh, everyone's busy today, more so than ever, and it's become increasingly challenging to kind of keep your network all in one place. So. Uh, I had to use multiple platforms to stay in touch with colleagues, clients, Uh, you know, I I work out and so fitness schedules there with people that I train with, plus home life and family and everything else. So you're on four different platforms and when you're looking at reminders and trying to, you know, stay organized with everything, it it became frustrating. So we thought there's got to be something else out there where I can keep it all in one place. And after enough digging, no, there wasn't. So we just kind of put the idea together of what we wanted for ourselves and how it would feel. So now you have a platform where you can keep your entire network all in one place, but have full privacy control over 
who you want to share mm. with, what information you right. want to who share. Right, who sees with, what, yeah, who what sees you what. share. So yeah. if you were to click on my profile, Chris, you would see something different than Christian would because I've given different permissions right. for each of you. So my wife, of course, has permissions to everything. So <laughs> <laughs> she sees, Smart man. Yeah, she sees the entire schedule and people I work with obviously will see my entire work schedule. They won't see my doctor's appointment and home life and things like that. So right. it's, uh, it's helped alleviated that pain point for me. Um, and it's been exciting as well, you know, so that's, uh, sounds like something I need. It's yeah. all the yeah, different, uh, different types yes. of things you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Exactly. I think is the challenge. Exactly. And then there's also group calendars where if you need to be in sync with somebody. So if you and I are hitting meetings together on a regular basis, uh, we tie into a group calendar and any event you create, I automatically get it in my schedule as well and vice versa. Automatically. Automatically. Boom. So uh, again, another feature there that you don't get with uh, the others like the Googles, the iOS and, and things like that. So right. uh, we really feel we've touched on to something here. We've done our little test dab into the market and gotten great response, great feedback. Mm-hmm. So now we're kind of taking all the information we've learned and, and uh, going to be coming out with some great features, some cool stuff and exciting about where the next phase is going to take us. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing that. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's, it's exciting. You know how it is. Yes. Ups and downs. Yeah. Ups and, and, ups and, and downs and constantly, <laughs> but very exciting, right? Yes. I think, and, and for all of us too, it's just, you know, it's that end goal, like that vision that we have in our head that just keeps us motivated and driven Yes. every single day. Absolutely. And, you know, you know, when you're working on something for such a long time, sometimes you get tunnel vision. So it's hard to kind of see what's around you in your peripheral. And, and the other day we had this very big PR guy go through it and gave the comparison to Slack, which is great. He's like, you guys are, you got to market this as the Slack for the calendar space because that's what you guys have done here. You've really tapped into something. And it was one of those aha moments where we sat back going, okay, there it is. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's how we market this. That's how we push it. So it was, it was a pretty cool meeting. Awesome. Yeah, I think founder networks and, and like you said, getting fresh eyes on things are oh, always yeah. super important. It yeah. is. It, it's uh, it, vital for whatever it is you're trying to do to keep an open mind. You know, don't take criticism personally. Uh, someone doesn't like what you have. That's okay. They don't understand your vision. That's okay. It's not their vision. It's your vision, right? Exactly. So, that's a good point there. Yeah, don't take it personally. I'm I'm the type of person where like I'll listen. To, I think you should listen to. Yeah, I'll all, listen to anyone and everyone. But don't you don't whether or not I act on yeah, that is is totally in my control, you right? Or maybe I'll consult or I'll which is hard to do when you're a young entrepreneur. Yes. It is, yeah. Really hard it's hard do. for everybody. I mean, when you're passionate about something, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to have someone sit in front of you and give you a beating yeah. on, on what you have. You know, you take it personal because you love it. You've invested so much into something. Exactly. And it's not like, you know, you're working for somebody else and, you know, I wouldn't say you don't care about the job, but it's a paycheck and someone sits in front of you and comments, hey, whatever, rolls off your back. Right. This, you're invested you know, not just financially, but uh, everything about you is emotionally, personally, psychologically, like everything. It could be yeah. draining when it somebody be very comes draining. in front and gives you a good kick into the gonads and says, "Hey, man, it's a terrible <laughs> idea. Move on." Right? And you're sitting there going, "I should have wore a cup." <laughs> but I was going to say, it's a, it's a good thing I bring my jock strap That's to right. the office with me <laughs> every day. I'm full helmet gear, man. Absolutely. Go on. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So that's a that's a bit of background about about yourself and what you're up to. Yep. Now you got a really cool story about how Kusha even came came about. 
started. Yeah, and, and it started from, I love to use the word epic, because it was an epic fail. Yes. <laughs> you know, we... Most good things do. Yeah, yeah. you know, you go back, it was about eight, uh, eight years ago, we started a website called Walk My Campus, which was for university students, okay? We saw the writing on the wall when we started to see, you know, grandparents posting pictures on Facebook, mom and dad posting pictures, and we thought, oh, that's it. They've lost that demographic because now, you know, Johnny, who's at a frat party, sucking back a, yeah. <laughs> you know, a keg or a funnel, and grandma's on there going, what's going on with the education <laughs> yeah, system, yeah. you know? So they, Wait a minute. That wasn't Johnny. That was Chris. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. So they were, we knew they were going to lose this demographic. So. Yeah. We looked at, okay, let's kind of do something here where we can kind of maybe hopefully pick up, you know, that, that age group. Right. So we created Walk My Campus, which was kind of your, your campus community. Had everything. Everything from, you know, forums to chat in to what was going on in and around campus, off campus. Um, what we had a thing called Campus Square, which was buy and sell because of the high turnover. Mm. So rather than going into a cafeteria and you know, seeing those tags on a board somewhere, right. you could go here and see all these items. Yeah. And then there was the shared calendar part as well that was put. This is where it was originally. Right. So you it. had the shared calendar on the web browser. On that there. already. Yeah, already. And it wasn't as, as extensive as it is now or, or detailed as it is now. But then it was you could decide who saw what. You can select whether it was your study groups, your uh, workout buddies, your social group, whatever it was, you can switch out the information. So when you would click on someone's name, you would see their schedule, of course, only what they share. Um, so a lot of buzz building towards this. Yeah. Okay. And so I started getting interviewed from university newspapers, from Queens to Kitchener, Waterloo, excitement. So cool. now we're starting to think, hey, man, we're onto something here. I think we got something here. So now, you know, you're 28, 29 going, oh, man, you're, oh, I'm going to be cashing in. This is amazing. <laughs> Now the launch date comes and we get out there and it to say it was a failure is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 200 subscriptions. It was brutal. But at least you got 200. That's better than one or none. Hey man, I, right? I would have. I, to me, one was the same as 200. Right. It was yeah. just Fair as, enough. As heartbreaking. Fair you know, enough. We put in about sixty thousand dollars uh, of of our own money, which was a mistake as well. You know, bet yeah. with your head, not over it. So. Yes. Um, so, you know, it was at a time where I thought I could buy a house, I could, you know, or put a down payment on a condo. Nah, I'm going all in. (laughs) I'm going all into this. And it was a total fail, total flop. Yeah. And we were beside ourselves because again, with all the buzz that was building, it started to lead you to believe that, well, we are onto something here. And, uh, in fact, no, nobody cared. Right. Okay. So, uh, partner, uh, everyone was upset, brokenhearted. And I sat down with the group and said, okay, you know, there's two choices here. There's quit and go back to your everyday life and forget it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you're not happy with that, then the only other option here is let's take a break, circle back, and let's start figuring out how we can move forward. Right. Reassess everything. Reassess everything. Exactly. Take what we learned and apply it in another direction. Right. So we had a business consultant at the time helping us out. And a month later, I get a call. I goes, Amir, I just can't let it go. I, I can't stop thinking about you guys. I know it was heartbreaking. He goes, I just found you guys inspiring. You were resourceful. You pulled a lot together on very little money. 
Um, I have a friend in marketing who wants to meet you guys. He goes, but just to let you know, they're not looking to invest. They just want to sit down with you and go through everything. So sure, why not? So we walk into this nice loft downtown Toronto, impressive space, busy place. Uh, we go into a boardroom. I was expecting maybe one or two guys. I walk in, there's eight people sitting behind a wow. boardroom a table. Wow, a whole team waiting whole for you. A whole team, and as soon as I walk in, they go, go. So now you're scrambling, opening up the laptop, and of course, you know, it's an HP, so it's going to take like two <laughs> days to get up and running, and that's kind of how it's probably it a Windows update. Yeah, there. exactly. So... Well, that's, we uh, that still beats what I have. <laughs> <laughs> the big brick. Yeah, the brick. Yeah. yeah. So we get it going, get through it all, and, you know, nice. They all give me an, an applause, and so we sit down and start talking. The guy goes, all right, so now let's go through it from A to Z, dissect it. And we did. And he goes, I'm going to tell you where you failed. So I said, okay. He goes, you have too much. When you come to the website, it is like you've got eight businesses in one website, mm-hmm. and it's too much. It's overwhelming. Don't know where to start. Don't know where to finish. So I said, okay, fair enough. And that was one of those early mistakes where you're so excited about your idea, you just start piling on. Yeah, you want to do this, 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 that. You just, you want to, you want to deliver the ultimate product. And I I think that's something that's so relatable to so many people and first time founders, especially. It is. is They just like layer things on top and on top and they lack a, a huge, a huge thing is they yep. just, they lack the focus yep. because they don't know where to focus and rightfully so. You got it. In the yeah, I don't have anything to disagree with about that. It's yeah. absolutely something that now I think some of the people listening to this are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like yeah. it's the most asinine thing ever yeah. if you're <laughs> later stage, but I've seen it, especially mm-hmm. like in a more, you know, uh, removed ecosystem with a bunch of first time founders, particularly when you're younger, um, that go through this thing. Mm-hmm. And the quicker you can learn that mistake and get over yep. it, uh, the quicker you know how disciplined, focused, and agile you have to be to yep. ship a really good product. And, right. you know, in the end, the more money you save yourself, too. You know, we spent, yeah. Yeah. you know, no kidding. 60 grand when we could have only, should have only spent 20 and, and tested the waters first. You know? Right. So we, two yeah. mistakes were made. One, we didn't keep it simple. Launched two, too late. Yeah, and uh, we assumed what everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, what we learned, the big lesson from that was keep it simple. You got an idea, get it out into the market as soon as you can, and then start testing the waters and let your users dictate what direction Absolutely. you're going to take this thing. And that's what all the big ones did. That's what the Facebooks did. That's yeah. what everybody did. When yeah. they started out, they were simple. They were basic. My first Facebook account, I remember I, I opened it up. I looked at like, this is terrible. What the fuck is this? And then it was like a few months before yeah. I went back to it and started using it because they started, as they were building, they started to learn more and more outside of that yeah. college demographic. Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, big learning lesson, heartbreaking. Yeah. So the question was in the end, okay, guys, of all of these different businesses you could take from this, what was your most successful? And for us, it was the, the calendar part. The ability to be able to mm-hmm. decide who you want to share what information. And how did you find that out? That the calendar was yeah. What was the data? There was data on where people were landing, where, where on landing, and, and, and what part of the spent. product they were using. And that was the one. That was the big one. Okay, cool. So my partner, who happens to be my sister, yeah. we looked at each other, and at this point, we'd already been talking about our frustrations with our own calendar space. Right. And the guy that uh, run this marketing company looked at us and we said it's the calendar and he goes guys the future is apps and that's where your world is headed so you know take this knowledge that I've given you and run with it and you know it's taken some planning some time and of course some time to raise money Mm -hmm. but now here is Kusha 
and now we're out in the market for the Android and the iOS. And uh, even though now we're out in the market, we're still learning more and more about mm-hmm. what we have. But of course. We, we did exactly that. We kept it simple, got it out there, and now get testing the waters and getting our feedback and learning on where to go from here. When you were telling that story, all I could uh, all I could think about is how um, you were building. You tried to build Instagram. Yes. Not the Instagram functionality, but Instagram took over uh, the level up that Facebook uh, experienced. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Um, and unfortunately, it failed miserably, but yep. there's plenty of learning. Uh, I like to think before there. our time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or ahead of our time, sorry. Yeah. We were ahead of our time. Yeah. yeah. But that's exactly it. That, mm-hmm. that was something that somebody you know brought to my attention later on was the, the correlation between the two. Um, so, you know, you look at Instagram and you think, man, how did I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Instagram in itself is an, a huge anomaly. They were bought for a, a billion dollars yep. within 14, 15 months of conception or yeah. something. Yeah. The funny thing is with Instagram, I mean, the, the story sounds uh, sexy. You know, oh, company bought out for a billion. I think it was eighteen months or whatever. Gary's famous line is, "They stole it. Facebook stole it, and they absolutely did. They did. It's it's like uh, generates so much fucking revenue for Facebook now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Yeah, but the the story they they give you that sexy story took X amount of months to sell a billion dollar company. What they don't tell you is the years that the the guy toiled and behind his failures and struggles. It was a yeah. similar story. They yeah. they had no this one, ro- no one ever super robust uh, social network, yeah. and the only thing that anybody cared about was making their pictures look prettier. They it. stripped it down to the one feature, and it blew up. Just the bare That's bones. That's exactly yeah. it. And that was, yeah, that was exactly our thoughts when we looked at it because we had the picture portion as well and all that kind of stuff and. So when Instagram took off, I mean, yeah, conversation comes up in our circles. It's like, fuck, how did we miss that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, focus, focus. I got something else now. Put that, put that to bed. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so now, you know, we're, we're at where we're at and we, we really believe that we've touched on something here. We don't see ourselves being an overnight success. We see this as being a, a slow build to something that at some point will cross a threshold. Right. Um, because no, no, there's really very few overnight successes, by the way. I think, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I know a lot of my, the smart people in my life have told me seven years yes. is an overnight success. Like, that's right. That's what it takes. Yeah. That's, I mean, see, Gary, that's, Gary that's v, so funny in itself, yeah. right? Gary V cracks a joke about, you know, his overnight success taking 10 years. Yeah. You yeah. Know, kind of, and that's true. There's they're few yeah. and far between. Which, in my opinion, is quick. I would say ten years to be at least at the caliber. Or if you if you're super self aware and, and yep. really really understand um, what it takes, yeah. and I think a few years in you start to realize that. Yes, and yeah, then you, you just become comfortable with w- yep. what it's actually going to take. One hundred percent. And and there's two things that come out of your uh, your journey. One. You love it enough to get through all the hurdles and hardships, or two, you don't love it enough and you quit. Yeah, there's nothing wrong there's with nothing that either. Nothing wrong with that, but at least you learn something, right? Yes. You know, the fallacy here is. Well, hopefully you learn something. Yeah, the, the fallacy here that's created through a lot of what I call the Gary V generation is grind and you're gonna be rich. You right. know, put in 24-7, you're going to be rich. Well, it's not true. I mean, Absolutely not. Uh, I think that's his narrative is that uh, do your ambitions map, map your your mouth and your action. That's right. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. But we were talking about this, and again, we'll, we'll, go, <laughs> we'll go into this fuck up in another episode. But we, we didn't, we were started a recording too late because we talked about that too, mm-hmm. about how um, 
the perception of people's lives on on social media okay. right. is just. Uh, I think we talked even that about that with Hongwei. Um, I feel like we, the both of us have talked about this topic yeah. uh, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah it's yep. just people perceive or, or people are. Um, Depicting their lives in the way they want to be perceived online, and yeah, yep, yep, and um, it's such a disservice to things like entrepreneurship, where it um, it's not uh, just the bells and whistles. No, well, the words become so saturated. You know, mm-hmm. uh, entrepreneur, startup. You go to L.A., for example, and every fucking waiter, waitress, bartender, cab driver is a fucking actor. Yeah, That's right. what it is here now. You go to all these events and everyone's a, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm, well, what do you do? Well, you know, I've got an idea going yeah. and I'm, I'm in the planning stage. Guess what? You're not, not an not entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I hate to burst your bubble. Yeah. I mean, I did a, an Instagram post the other day about you know the the real life of an entrepreneur it's it's not sexy man it's you no it's get not bags under your eyes i got more gray hairs than my grandfather the, the best thing is <laughs> and chris will say this is we have so many people telling ourselves oh man wow you look tired today it's it's monday it's yeah been, it's, it's monday, monday. It's like, oh, you look tired today like exactly. great so what you mean to say is i look like shit yeah exactly. three, i've gotten that three t- separate times this week yeah. and i was like yeah. yeah that's because i am yeah. and yeah. also do you know that that's not the nicest thing to say to somebody. Yeah, like, would you say Wait, that to you your missus? That? Oh. And she goes, oh, thanks. you look tired. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it hurts my feelings, too. Yeah. <laughs> I have feelings, yeah. you know. Well, my mom came to visit a, a few weeks ago, and she whispered to my sister. She goes, he looks like a fucking zombie. Like, I'm all gray. And I'm like, really? I'm in the mirror patting my face. Like, What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, there you, you walk know. out of the room right away, go yeah. check yourself in the mirror. Yeah. What the? Right. I do. So there's, there's, you know, the post talked about the other side of it. It's anxiety, it's nerves, it's stress, it's worry, you're exhausted. Right. You know, um, you're so working. It's a roller coaster it's ride. It's a roller right? coaster ride. I got to follow you on Instagram. I think other, other people need to follow you if you're, if yeah, you're talking realism. Yeah, my stuff is, a lot of the stuff I post is, I, I don't post about Kush, I just post about positive stuff every sure. day. Um, and the stuff I do post is stuff I live by. I mean, I, I believe in the power of positivity. I believe in the power of perspective. Um, you know, any one of us on any given day could yeah. hang it up and say, I'm done. It's over. My life sucks. Um, but it's, it's the, the ones that really do something special with life are the ones that can take any opportunity that went south and find opportunity I think in it's- that. You know, they say, I think it's 60 or 70% of the world's wealth, the biggest companies in the world were all created during a depression or a recession. Right. So that tells you in hard times, there's opportunity. You just have to have that mentality to find it and not crumble in it. You know, so I go back to that big failure with Walk My Campus. We could have sat there and cried and said, it's over. My entrepreneurial dream is done. But we didn't. We picked mm-hmm. ourselves up and pushed for it. And I've still taken a shit kicking right. over the last four years doing this. Of course. I know I'm going to continue taking a shit kicking, but I've accepted that. I call it embracing the suck. I've embraced it. <laughs> I know it's going to happen. That's a good one. I like so that. when it happens, I don't get beat up and I don't go home and I don't hide under a pillow and blanket and say, life, go away. Yeah. You just fucking, tomorrow's a new day. I, I'll tell you, the other day... Last couple of days have been extremely rough, more more so than usual. These are few and far between kind of days. I was explaining to you guys before. So I couldn't wait for the day to wash away. And I get home at 7 o'clock at night, uh, and my missus and the little one's away. I watch the news a lot. 
So I come in, turn on the news, and start getting some food ready. And on the news is a father uh, that was killed in a car accident who had just dropped his little girl off somewhere. So on his way home, killed. Now here's a father who's not going to kiss his girl one more time. Here's a dad who's not going to get home to his wife. A little girl that's never going to see her father again. Right. So I'm looking at this going, hey, no matter what happened today, I'm not that guy. I get to go to bed tonight and I yeah. get to wake up tomorrow and I get a new fucking day. Yeah. So life ain't all that bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's these perspectives. I mean, there's Puts always into, somebody yeah, that has it worse, that. man. You know, so my worst day is still somebody's dream. Yeah. You know? Um, I find I need that reminder more than, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you're, you're pushing towards something you're so passionate about. Mm-hmm. For sure. It does take a lot out of you. And when you're exhausted, it's hard to be positive because you're fucking tired, man. So mm-hmm. these are the things that I like well, to Well, Chris draw. looks tired, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do, you know, it's important to find things in your day to get a little bit of an escape. Yeah. Okay. It's easy to get obsessive about what you're doing, um, but you need that mental break. And for me, I'll early in the morning, I'll go to the gym and rather than having music pound in my ear, I'll find uh, Eric Thomas, Leslie Brown, um, Tony Robbins, any of these motivational guys, and I'll let that beat in me for an hour. While Chris and Christian. Chris and Christian, <laughs> you know. Well, now yeah. You, you, yeah. you have to. Yeah, <laughs> you know, things like that. And, you know, what these stories will tell you, these guys are all people that have been through some hard times, man. I mean, they yeah. starved. They were, Leslie Brown was a guy who was considered actually retarded as a kid they they said you're retarded you're never going to amount to anything in life because you're a slow learner you've got head problems well he's one of the number one motivational speakers in the world and eric thomas was living in an abandoned building eating out of dumpsters right now one of the top motivational speakers in the world so it just goes to tell you you know there's always someone who has a crap there's always an excuse to quit but it's those who don't use excuses. It's the resiliency behind My only too. problem with the motivational speakers is if they've done nothing else. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yes. And you, you get a lot of those popping up. Oh, oh yeah. Like, if anyone tries to sell thing. me a master class, yeah. boom. It's, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Even, yeah. like, on LinkedIn, I see everyone is just best-selling author, yeah. motivational speaker. Yeah. And then you look at their background, it's like, wait, this is just... You're pushing broom in a school. self-proclaimed yeah. <laughs> title. Yeah. Yeah. How are you a best-selling author? I mean, yeah. I get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. there are certain criteria that yeah. depicts that, but well, there's a, my thing. I posted once is uh, I love the guys that post or people that post don't ever quit, but they never started anything. <laughs> right. you, you don't have. Yeah. To, I don't understand. What don't quit? Like, what's with all the rah rah rah? You don't do anything. Yes. You know what I mean. So yeah. I can understand the Tony Robbins and all these guys because they've accomplished, they've done shit. Right. But for people that just post Instagram photos and they say don't quit, never give up. Well, what the fuck? There's uh, one of my <laughs> favorite started, comedians man. is Chris D'Elia, and he has on his new special on Netflix. <laughs> he has like a bit like that. <laughs> never quit. Stop. Never backing down. Oh, persevering. <laughs> this is like those cliche quotes. Yeah. Yeah. I will win if I don't back down, <laughs> persevere. <laughs> but, you know, in, in, in that being said, I mean, I take all these things with a grain of salt, too. You know, right. I, I, some yeah. I take with me, some I'm like, whatever. You know, the work 24-7 thing, well, fuck that. Life's too no. short. Yeah, okay. I agree. I value the relationships in my life. Well, even that, it's, it's um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off That's there. Right. It's, 
It's funny because, you know, you have these people who are like, oh, well, I'm grinding. I'm working 18 hours a day. Okay, yeah. but how much of that 18 hours Just are you productive. actually being productive and That's are you right. actually working? Are you in the office for 18 hours versus are you actually fucking grinding your right. ass off working for 100%. 18 hours? Because I guarantee you I can do more in three hours than many of those people can yeah. in 15. And there's so, a, uh, an old mentor I had, a guy who was very successful. One of the things he said was it's not – how many hours you spend it's exactly what you just said it's the the attention and focus you give to whatever is at hand okay right so if you're working then you're you're working you're focused on your work mm -hmm. when work is done and you're with your wife when you're with your buddies when you're with whatever it is you're doing you focus on that time yeah. and you give people the respect mm -hmm. by giving them 100 percent of your your attention and that's exactly it so yeah. for me um, yeah, I work hard. There's no disputing that. But I work hard like anybody works hard. Mm -hmm. uh, the guy pumping gas works hard. I don't know. Everyone's got their own definition of what hard work yeah, is. Yeah, of course. Um, it's perspective too. It is. Right? But for me, my relationships are just as important to me as my business. I love my wife. I love my kid. I love my siblings, my parents, my friends. My, my friends that I have in my life were years of hard work to build to this point. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to just... Hey, see you later. I'm I'm off being an entrepreneur, you know. And that's a good point too, because even friendships and relationships of any sort, all it's, work. It's hard work. It's all work, right? It, it can be. I don't want to lose any of the work and time that's put in, and and everybody knows it's common knowledge to know that good friends are hard to come by, and the yes. people I have in my life will lay down in traffic for me just because I ask them to, no questions asked. So I'm not going to give that up. Um, so there is no such thing as balance. I call it the pendulum. Sometimes you'll swing a little left, sometimes a little right, but you're yeah. always trying to swing it back the other way. You right. Know? So uh, I think the one thing that worked for me that you brought up was um, similar to you. Again, just personally, um, I go to the gym every morning, yeah. and it's my like, it's my anchor. It's yeah. my like my place. I put in. I do rock to the music. Yeah, that's um, alright. I don't let NF. anyone talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> I am hooked it's now. Good, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah unbelievable. Um, but uh, one thing I've uh, a bit of a f fuck up, but uh, <laughs> it's difficult to do. But I I try and keep my phone at home for yeah. the two hours between going to the gym, hitting the sauna, and, and driving yeah. home. Smart. And mm -hmm. uh, and it's like, it's actually the most creative I am all day. I am a morning person by nature, yeah. um, but getting in there, basically drowning out the, the yeah. world with my headphones, yeah. and just, I just, the, the wheels are turning, but it's distraction-free, and it's right. such a blissful time. Good for you. That's a good suggestion. I'm looking to yeah, leave my it, phone. Yeah, leaving a phone? Yeah. I know. That's something that, personally, I really need to do. Yeah. Because um, I'm just... Yeah. I catch myself checking my phone every other second. Oh, yeah. Every beep. Because it, sound, it just yeah. becomes so routinely for me. And yeah. then I, you know, when I catch myself doing it, I'm like, why... Yeah, the fuck am I checking it? There's the no irony is uh, the irony is with with Apple and the iPod. I still have an iPod mm -hmm. because I know a lot of people listen to the music or podcasts on their phone in the gym, so I don't bring the phone into the gym. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I have like they don't even make them anymore because the the thing about the gym is you don't want to shove one of those new because all they sell is the iPod Touch now, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's like the size of an iPhone. You're shoving it down your pants, or have, God forbid, you got one of those arm straps, <laughs> right? Right. So I I have one of those legacy iPods mm -hmm. that's super small. The okay. um, uh, the clip ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if Carolyn's listening, I actually stole it from her. But <laughs> <laughs> this is this is also a test to see if she, I guess she, if she listens yeah. to our episodes. Yeah, 
that is good. Um, right. Yeah, that's good. Drop a little bread. But that was interesting <laughs> yeah. um, to me that they don't make that anymore. I figured there'd be a big enough market of people who yeah. um, don't want to bring their phone into the jet. Yeah. In my opinion, no, no, I didn't yeah, have okay. that uh, that version of the of mm-hmm. the iPod. But in my opinion, that was the best one because of that, yeah. because of how small it was mm-hmm. and, and the fact yeah. that you could conceal it and just. Yep. So easy, you could clip it literally anywhere mm-hmm. on your short, yeah. shorts I, I, on your I shirt. Guess it comes down to I would assume maybe a cost thing because I think those iPods right. were about a buck fifty, a buck eighty. Well, you can get a phone now for around that cost. So, a phone that has all that information and everything you need too. So, if they could drop that price point down to yeah, that's what know. they did. I, I still don't. I just don't get it. I figured it'd be a big enough market for mm-hmm. that. But anyway, yeah, I think. That is a great episode. Um, great yeah, way to wrap it great. up. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks so much, Amir, for coming in and sharing your stories. And yeah, you guys, this was great. I there was a talking shop and life and everything in between. Absolutely, so fun with and having people. beers too. There was, beers. Uh, yeah. was no. I, I was really <laughs> yeah. I was blown away because th- there was a lot of key takeaways in that episode yeah. um, that we just had with you. So good. I'm Thank glad, you for man, coming man. on. I'd be Thanks, happy man. to do it again. A great, uh, great energy here. Great chemistry. So. Yeah, by all means, we'd love to be back. Thank you guys. Absolutely. Thanks.